I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, and this is part two of Kindness, written by Maine author Julian Cannell. It's the story of a five-year-old Jewish boy growing up in America during World War II. I awoke the next morning to the sound of Grandma working in the kitchen. She was baking bread, and her hands were speckled with flour. I had pulled on my clothes, but my shoes were on the wrong feet. It would be two years before I could tie the laces. Grandma wiped her hands on her apron, rearranged my clothing, and took the smudges off my hands with her handkerchief. Can I go out and play? Grandma was startled. This was the first time I showed any willingness to be somewhere without her. I had always followed her from room to room, ever watchful that she not leave me alone. Where you go, son? I sensed her reluctance and answered, To the sandbox at the library. That's all. I promise. She nodded, and I dashed out the door to explore the world. I was the new kid on the block. The other children asked me the usual questions about where I lived and who I belonged to. I was quickly accepted as part of the Helen Street gang, and we began to look for mischief. We found it, an old tire. At first, we were content rolling it up and down the street. We then decided it would be more interesting to put a kid in the middle of the tire. The additional weight might give us more distance. Any volunteers? Me, I pleaded. Let me. What could possibly go wrong? It was just an old tire. My small body curled perfectly in the center of the tire, and we began the adventure by the Lincoln Library the aim being to get me going for about a block or so before the tire wobbled off course. At first, the tire moved ever so slowly, but then each child took a turn running alongside and giving it a gentle push down the street. The grade steepened, and I soon outdistanced even the most fleet. Later, I was told that they watched in wonderment as the tire stayed the course, cleared the busy intersection at Antoinette Street, and crashed into the steps of the Catholic Church. The kids told me they thought I was done for, especially since I didn't move until they pulled me out of the tire. My world was still spinning. I couldn't stand or even sit up. The German boy picked me up. He was big and a lot older seven. His blonde hair and fair complexion set him apart from our people. Our hair is nearly black and our skin never reddened or burned in the summer. With help from the others, he carried me to grandma's house. The kids then all ran to their houses to hide, except for the German boy. He fell down. I'm sure he's going to be okay, he said to my grandma. She took our hands and led us into the kitchen. She poured each of us a glass of tea, which she sweetened with jam, and placed a plate of cookies on the table. She prodded my head and body roughly. What hurts, son? Nothing. I'm fine. It it wasn't their fault. That's right, Mrs. Ehrlichman, the German boy piped in. He volunteered. We blurted out the whole story, embellishing and dramatizing the grand experiment. The German boy helped himself to more cookies until he had eaten all of them. You like my cookies? The German boy studied his shoelaces. Grandma cut a thick slice of bread from a fresh baked loaf and then slathered it with homemade jam. 
eat, she commanded, and the German boy did what he was told. He's hungry, I said. I heard them talking. His father's English is no good. They're greenhorns. He can't get work. They don't hire Germans. Is true? The German boy could not refuse to answer Grandma because she cupped his chin in her strong hands. Yes, he said quietly. Grandma turned to cut him another slice of bread, but he ran from the house. Please join me next week for Part 3 of Kindness by main author Julian Cannell. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening. <laughs>